social media. <clears throat> the world's most powerful technological influence. It's wild how crazy massive social media has gotten just in the past 10 years alone. I, for one, took a social media break today during lunch and spent 15 minutes eating celery. Hello, my name is Joy Bellum, and welcome back to another episode of The Roundish Table. Social media has taken over every single aspect of the human life, from the way people get news, to the way they communicate, to the way they share information with others, to the way they even apply for jobs. If you don't have social media at this point, you're practically living under a rock, although it may be much better for you mentally. According to a poll done in February 2020, the most popular social media forum is still Facebook with about 2.45 billion active monthly users. But sites like Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat are growing in popularity with the younger crowd. Social media has taken over life for young people, especially high school and college students. It's the easiest way for them to communicate, but it also causes the most trouble for them in the long run. There have been reports of people getting suspended or expelled or even rejected from future colleges just because of the things they say, do, or post online. The smallest video could result in the changing of your entire future, which is why you need to be careful and have uh, smart, responsible choices on what you're going to post and you keep track of your digital footprint. Social media has also taken over many other things in our life, including the way we get news. Many people, especially our own president, use the new, use social media as a way to share news and important information that they want to get out to the public fast. TV news has become less and less common as people have started using social media to get information because it's easier to access, you have to pay less to get to it, and all in all, it's catered to your opinion more than TV news is. Yes, there's going to be bias, but you, it is human nature to look at things that you want to see that relate to what you're interested in. So news has taken that information and made it really easy to take people's thoughts and ideas and skew them to what they see on the daily. Me, for example, I get more ads from CNN than I do Fox News because it aligns more with what I believe politically. But I also know better than to look at only one side from forensics and debate. So I like to go out of my own way to look at other news sources so I'm not getting a one-sided opinion. Many people, though, don't do that. They see the first thing they see and assume that that's common fact, that's true for everyone, and that's the end of the story, and that's all there's going to be to it. But that's not always the case. They'll show you what they want to show you to get your opinion to align with theirs because it gives them more money. The more views they get, the more clicks and shares, the more money gets put into the pocket of these big news corporations, which is why it's smart to go out of your own way and stay off of social media to get your news and pick up a newspaper or go watch the TV news every once in a while. Not only does social media affect the way people think, it changes how they feel. Social media has a major impact on mental health, and that's why people need to be careful how often they spend on social media. 
If you spend too much time on it, you might start to have more of a negative image of yourself because of what you're seeing on your feed. If you don't spend enough time on it, you might feel like you're not having enough social interaction with other people, especially in the middle of a pandemic when we can't really see our friends. It's very difficult to find that perfect balance of how long to be on there, but it's recommended that you don't spend more than three hours a day on social media. While I may not be the best at following that rule, that's the main way I communicate with my friends right now, so it's hard for me to not want to be on there because I haven't seen some of them since March, and I would like it if I'd be able to talk to them. Now, you might be thinking, why does social media have such a negative impact on mental health? Well, the science is pretty clear. Humans are born with the innate tendency to compare themselves to others. In social media, it's all about showing the life you want the world to think you have. So people will tend to show the better things about their life, and you can tell that by how much they post. Lots of people, they'll see the models posting all the photos of themselves, people like food bloggers posting all the great meals they eat every day, celebrities posting about all the money they have, and they tend to feel more negatively about themselves because they aren't living up to that potential. But the truth is, not everyone is the same. Everyone has different things in life, and everyone feels negative emotions. Just because someone's life looks perfect online does not mean that they have a real life they don't have real life struggles and issues. It's really hard to get that ability to have a life where you have no problems, no concerns, no stressors, nothing, because the world is stressful, especially right now. You can't expect to be perfect right now and live your best life and not have any problems at all when you're going through the middle of a pandemic and you're this close to an election and so much is going on in the world. Overall, social media is pretty cool. A lot of people may think it's overrated, but you gotta admit, it's a good way to talk to people. And it's a nice way to be able to share what you're doing with the world. Now, some people may not be big fans of it, some people may be huge fans of it, but we can all agree that this world would not be the same without social media. I mean, think about the way it's changed what we do in life. <clears throat> Social media has made it easier for people to find access to things such as jobs, resources for food, shelter, housing, clothing, so many things. And with everything going on politically, people have been sharing more and more about activism and sharing petitions, finding out about when protests are, being able to donate money to certain causes. It's really changed the world, and it's a wonderful thing that's happening right now. Even if you don't agree with it, you can admit that it's a pretty cool resource, and without it, we'd be pretty lost. Once again, my name is Joy, and thank you for listening to this episode of The Roundish Table.